Oh yeah, oh man. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to dig up like an old old school phrase. It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slave. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's superhero slave. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TVs, movies, superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Adam Nemec. And this week, we're feeling spooky about Hulu's new Ghost Rider show. Ooh. Uh, Sonic, yes, the he- Sonic the Hedgehog makes a speedy turnaround. We're going we're to talk about that. Detective Pikachu catches them all and more. So, uh, as you guys may have noticed, we don't have Mike this week. We have a friend of the show, Adam Nemec. Adam, thank you for being on the show this week. Well, th- thank you for having me. Yes, that uh, one, I'm not Mike. And two, yes, big fan of the show. So, very pleased to be here and help you guys out. Yes, so Mike ha- is having, uh, I believe, his wisdom teeth removed, or he had them removed, and he is... Um, uh, so, you told me he was having them put in. Yeah, well, he wanted extras, and then they okay. found out, that, you know, hey, we probably shouldn't do so. They have to remove those again. This is like his fourth time. I thought that was strange. Yeah, but, yeah, he, yeah, strange he, times. He, he does, he does, he does what he does. Uh, but he is out this weekend, and Adam's been gracious enough to step in. A little bit of history. Me and Adam, we go back how far now? Fourteen oh years. Yeah, I was going to say fifteen. Fifteen on the plus side. Yeah, a little bit. So, um, I, um, fr- my friend, uh, our friend, friend of the show, he's been a host, before, co-host before, Brian Smith. Uh, you went to. Uh, I have known Brian since about the fifth grade. A very long yeah. time at this point. So uh, when I met Brian in college, uh, Adam was just part of the package later on. So it, <laughs> that is that is very uh, that is true. Take it as it, as it is. <laughs> yeah, but um, Adam's been uh, lucky enough uh, to go to C two E two with us the past three or four years as well. Oh, I think I think we're at five now. You're at five. Okay. It's, yeah. It, it's been so many. It's hard to keep track. To be completely honest. Uh, um, but you know, uh, he, he knows his stuff and that's why I've asked him to come be on here and, you know, tolerate me for another hour. Oh, please. Hour. The, the pleasure is mine. I listen to you guys often and it's always one of the best parts of my week. So glad to be of service and help. Good, good. Well, um, and also me and Adam play Fortnite together. Just at the, That uh, we do. That, the, that is a Saturday morning tradition for us at yeah. this point. Yeah, exactly. So talking to Adam isn't like, oh, I, I'm, I had calling you for the first time ever i'm like oh it's about about a year and a half of talking to him on playstation yeah yeah, i was like oh okay it's it's just saturday morning pretty much uh my my podcast cadence and tones a little different than my Fortnite because i'm probably swearing a lot less at this point Uh, yeah i was gonna say a lot less of those uh four letter words as it were Mm -hmm. like fort and night (laughs) n-i-t-e you know (laughs) but no Kidding. So, uh, Adam, anything you wanna you wanna pitch before we go in this? Anything you wanna tell I, us about yourself? Or I do wanna kind of off screen here. I just gotta okay, gotta mm. open a celebratory pop for the occasion. A certain ecto cooler high C from yours truly. You. Oh, you've been you've been holding out on on the ecto cooler. Yes, I have. I've had a couple stored, and I figured you know what, this seems like. A very apt occasion to uh, crack one open and enjoy it during the shows with you. Oh well, thank you, thank you. I mean, I'm really hoping uh, again for the next Ghostbusters movie we get more because I'm running low. I'm running real yeah, low. Yeah, this is this is one of a few left, and one stays as a collector. So, yeah, fingers crossed. So Adam is a big Ghostbusters fan. So anytime that we have Ghostbusters news and we're wrong, Adam that... likes to remind me that we're wrong. So oh yeah, I, I mean it's 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 an occasional feverish text come Monday Tuesday afternoon as to hey wait a minute this was mentioned. Yeah, what? What, what, why are you stupid? It's <laughs> pretty much what I hear. Like why are you saying these things? Couldn't you just ask me first? Yeah, I could have coded a little. I mean, yeah, no. give me the benefit of the doubt here. No, no one does that with me. We're, we're not, I'm not going to lie to our listeners, Adam. Uh, okay. okay, this is fair. No, this, it's an honest show. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Uh, anything you've been doing this week? Anything fun, nerdy related, not nerdy related? We, we both regaled each other with our home improvement things a, oh, a few yeah, moments yes, ago. We... But <laughs> yeah. I don't know if everyone wants to hear that again. On the less adulting, uh, less adulting side, I... Uh... Oh, I think some of the the nerdiest thing I've been doing lately, besides just my catching up on my 
stack of comics to always be chiseling through is uh, I've been reading some of Violet Ramus Steele's Harold Ramus uh, Egon, his daughter's book, uh, Ghostbusters Daughter. That's the name of the book is Ghostbusters Daughter. That is the name of the book. It's all about kind of her life and uh, how you know retelling of her dad's stories. It's uh, really super interesting. And, you know, of course, as a huge Ghostbusters nerd, all the little tidbits she throws in behind the scenes of kind of what he had told her, I find absolutely fascinating. So, uh, yeah, that's been uh, it's been one of my little little nerdy things off to the side. So, would you recommend it to people who are friends? I would absolutely recommend it. I'm, I've made my way most of the way through. I've, I've got about a third left, a little less. And, uh, yeah, even though, like... I don't have children. Uh, I would especially recommend it if you were a listener with children because she tells all kinds of fantastic stories about sage advice she got from her dad. And uh, as a huge fan of his, even though I don't have children, I find it incredibly interesting and and Mm -hmm. kind of funny and caring. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. All right. All right. I did also catch you this week playing Avengers Endgame on Fortnite. So Uh, A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't even put that in the category of nerdy anymore. That's just par for the course. That's... Yes, it's pretty popular, actually. We're, we're the popular kids. Uh, that fork knife is a big thing, I hear, with, with the kids. It's come back It's come back around full circle, to be completely honest. That's the motif as of late. Yeah. Uh, I was also going to say I was a guest on a podcast called Nerd Holla News yesterday. Uh, they did an oh. in-game review episode, and they asked me to, to jump in there. Um and it's about an hour and a half. It's quite a quite a bit of a long episode, and it's, it's a little all over the place, which is cool because we just, you, I think we started at the end of the movie and worked our way backwards, and kind of, That's which is awesome. an interesting way to do it. But uh, I was going to plug that. So if you guys search Nerd Hollow News, I was uh, a guest on that. They've tagged me on Twitter and on our Facebook. So uh, you know, well, if look you at guys... this some some springtime cross podcast pollination. I, I dig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I spent literally all day yesterday in the rain at the Kentucky Derby, right up against the dirt track. So by the time I got home, and you know, like I said, when you get to take off those wet socks, is the best feeling in the world. Uh, oh, yes, it is. So I did that and then jumped right into a podcast. I'm like, this is this is my my zone. This is where I know I belong. <laughs> nice. uh, my so, sanctum sanctorum, as it were. Yeah, pretty much surrounded by pop vinyls. Uh, <laughs> You're in but good company, sir. It is it is very, very true. But uh I think yeah, that's a good 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 segue into our first topic, actually. We're going to uh wax poetic on Avengers Endgame a little bit longer here because you know this oh is my gosh. Uh, um you know, the movie to end all movies, if you will, right now. It it really is. I mean, it is just it is it is of the zeitgeist right now. It is in everything. It's it's funny, like the occasional meme I've seen of people that ah, I'm not really into, and you know the MCU, and I haven't seen Endgame yet. It's ah, it's just mind-boggling that like, wow, people on this earth have have yet to to be a part of it. I mean, well, I mean, it is it's really interesting because this movie is now the number two movie of all time in terms of box office. I features. just saw that earlier today. Yeah, and uh, it like, wow. It's only, you mean, I didn't expect it to be the second so quickly. I was like, oh, there's going to be a little bit of a climb. But it is literally sitting right now at $2.19 billion. <laughs> I, I don't know. When I started hearing about people, like, passing out in theaters because of overwhelm with excitement and coworkers having scuffs with their coworkers for trying to spoil it, like, mm-hmm. yeah, this this is kind of a huge deal. It's it's kind of a big deal. Uh, it's the Ron Burgundy of movies. It, is, if you will. it just it reeks of mahogany and and you yeah. know vibranium. It's it's wonderful. There's many leather bound books in this movie, but uh, just kind of looking at it all time worldwide, sitting at number two, uh, barely above Titanic. But Titanic, you know, had a very long run, had a lot of legs. It did. Um, and I mean, it, it's that's just of a different. I don't want to say generation, but. Just movies were, were different back then and you know, was that the mid early nineties? Ninety seven, actually. Quite so um, okay. And you know, like I said, it is another three hour movie. So, you know, when people like us oh, three hours, it'll never break that amount of money. Well, it kinda it kinda did. That uh, is really true. I mean, to look at it like that, as a society, hey yeah, our biggest movies have really been something you gotta commit to in terms of three hours. So Yeah. And the and the same goes with the number one movie. 
which is Avatar sitting at 2.79 billion. So I just because not only because I love Marvel, I really want to see them topple that because I've unfortunately never been an Avatar fan. I, are there any Avatar fans? I guess is my question because everyone watched it and the ticket prices were higher because you had to see it in 3D. Like there was I had no a terrible experience seeing that movie, and so yeah. I mean it just sullied everything from the get go. Yeah, and that was ten years ago, so we're a decade later. Um, you know, and you know Avatar, you know, owned by Fox, which is now owned by Disney, and there's an Avatar World at Disney World. It doesn't really matter, but like. I'm not revisiting Avatar, and I know they're making, like, four sequels. It, like, it, is anyone clamoring? Like, no one's like, oh, my gosh, I hope Avatar stays number one. No, I really don't think so. And I think that, yeah, these, you know, the talk of all these other sequels, yeah, that might have been really hot shortly after the movie was was in the spotlight. But, like you said, that was ten years ago now. So, are people really going to jump at it like that back then? Yeah, I, I I don't know, and like I said, the, the the 3D ticket prices made those much more expensive, bringing them more of a a box office haul for that. It was it was a technological masterpiece rather than an actual. Yes, it was very visually pleasing, but I don't know beyond eye candy. Okay, yeah. I I that only gets me so far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, also in the box office, just looking at the top ten, there are five Marvel movies. Four of those are the Avengers movies. And the fifth one is Black Panther. So, and rightfully uh, so. I mean, MCU has has been working on this for a long time. We all know that, and so to see it come to a head like this, hey, well, here's the fruits of your labor. Yeah, and, and not what, every single one was an you know a real five star rave review, but look what it ended up with. Well, I think you know it's also one of those things that I've said this multiple times across multiple episodes. Is it's a miracle this movie even exists to begin oh, absolutely. with and it's even more of a miracle that this movie is enjoyable on top of that <laughs> you you can't like you can get one or the other but like sometimes but like the fact this all keeps combining together to give us something you know we enjoy and and, and works is is fascinating and kind of creates that perfect storm to hit hit that those box office highs and while i you know i'd like to applaud the movie for being a box office you know uh thing I hope people remember the movie for actually what the movie is sometimes, not just how much money it made at the end of the day. Yes, absolutely. It, uh, they do go hand in hand. The fact that it was, you know, the, the kind of bookend to a humongous storyline and world, but it really did build in through all these storylines and, and just came up with a fantastic movie with a great plot, really good storytelling, great character development. I mean, mm-hmm. they, it it could have had to have like tried to not have good character development. Yeah, like yeah, and, and as much investment as we had over the past eleven years, um, fantastic. It's also the fastest movie to hit two billion dollars uh, out of the how many movies have even hit two billion dollars? I want to say f- oh, five movies have hit two billion dollars. Uh, this this was the fastest one in doing it only in eleven days. I think Avatar said it took uh, fifty forty seven or fifty days. To get wow, the same I mean, distance. Just, just that on itself is, is an accolade unto its own. Like, 11 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're only in the second weekend. I keep thinking, oh, you know, we're the third or fourth week since this movie. No, it, it's not. We're we're way, actually, uh, yeah, I it's mean, still I'm, close I'm, to release. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping and planning to, to see it again here this next week and coming up. And uh, it's like, okay, can I can I help kind of push that, that number up higher? Here's some more of my money. Yeah, exactly. How many times have you seen it? I've only seen it once. So okay. like I said, this will, this will hopefully be my second here. We're going to go and uh, check it out maybe Friday. But uh, yeah, it, uh, I, I, I think I'm still reeling in my jaw back from the theater seeing it that uh, Saturday of opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good that you're seeing it next weekend because the official spoiler ban, according to the directors of Russo Rose, lists Monday. So we can... I mean, again, who hasn't seen this movie exactly. uh, at, at, at over $2 billion, but like trying to, to keep in some of the fun references and, and things has been kind of difficult, I think, on the whole. I don't know when Superhero Slate's so. spoiler ban will, will lift, but like, you know, um, at some point it will, but like, we're, uh, <laughs> we're, I'm excited for this, and I think it's going to lead into some other news we're going to talk about later, so. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. So any other any other thoughts on in game spoiler free before we move along? Uh, spoiler free before we move along. Just Russo brothers, kudos onto the highest. Like holy cow! Yeah, just I mean the, from start to finish. I, I, I have also, not. Uh, I've, I haven't like laughed and and teared up that much in a movie that fast. Like for a hot second, it's like ah, this is this a manic attack here because I'm I'm like laughing and crying. Well, I think I think also yeah, I think it give credit to the writers, uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, for being able to uh, work in a universe they didn't write all the movies in as well. So yeah, that's something that really stuck out to me is is the writing of it. You know, even at, for the different characters and their different scenes, you got the feel of okay, we're kind of overlapping. Maybe how like you know Thor Ragnarok kind of feel and Taika Waititi type mm-hmm. humor but now we're back into something more serious kind of like winter soldier those changes in terms of the emotions they segue so beautifully yeah they it just feels they they, they really nailed the characters that doesn't feel like they were dropped in from a, a one of the more recent movies into a new movie and they had a whole different thing going on no not in the slightest every everything was just tied in so perfectly yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely pretty awesome. I agree. But on that note, we've got some Spider-Man news here. Uh, I think, I don't know if she's a producer, vice president, I don't remember what she was. Amy Pascal, who was in charge of Sony Pictures, is leaving Sony for a first-look deal at Universal. Yeah, this, this has got me head-scratching a bit. Yeah, so Pascal, I think, I'm just going to double-check uh, what she is. Um, executive producer like a chairperson or something like that she's been um, involved in a lot of sony stuff uh since like 2016 yeah it's Uh, it's been a good couple years here or 2006 not 16 um and you know uh she i think she even was part of columbia pictures before that so which is i think what sony is now she's she's been in there a long i've always seen her name in a lot of movies um and she has you know been the producer on the majority of the Spider-Man films, to be completely true, honest, yeah. And uh, as you would know, the most recent Ghostbusters movie as well. Yeah, I was gonna say she. That's I mean, her big name comes to mind first and foremost to me in terms of uh, Ghostbusters 2016. Answer the call, yeah. while uh, you know she obviously pushed. It was a huge name behind it, and I, I think to some degree helped. I don't think it, her involvement would have um, or her not or not being involved, I should say, would have made the movie any better, any less. I think it was kind of still standing on its own as it is, but I'm curious to see uh, how kind of Sony pivots with their different franchises they're pushing right now with her being out of the picture. Mm-hmm. And, well, she still owns her production company, Pascal Pictures, uh, which has gone on to produce movies. Uh, she's in- integral in actually bringing Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, and was one of the... Um, you know, as a producer, she was a producer of Homecoming. Uh, she's a producer of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man Far From Home uh, coming out oh, wow. later this year. So, um, and I can't, you know, give her all the credit. She was also a producer on Venom, which, you know, we're not we're not yeah, all I mean, happy with Venom. It, I mean, it's what we talked about earlier. It's one of those movies that just lands in the middle of the road. And you're like, what do I do with it? Uh, yeah, it's it's just, it's a movie. It's there, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. But uh, the other movies are pretty good. I mean, you saw, yeah, you seen Into the Spider-Verse, right? I actually have not. That's where I wanted to interject is I have oh. not seen Into the Spider-Verse, but I have I will say I've I've heard and seen enough little clippets here and there to get a great sense that yep, when I sit down and watch this in its entirety, I'm really going to be pleased with what I see. That that's funny you mentioned that cuz I actually I didn't own it on uh physical until this week. So I literally bought it off Amazon and it came in the mail yesterday. So. Oh, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, so a lot of these you know more recent Spider-Man movies, she's been very integral in, in in doing that. So as she leaves Sony and goes into this Universal first look deal, like what what does that mean for these Spider-Mans? Will her company remain a production company with yeah? Will with that, that or, help, or not help you know really keep Spider-Man as involved in the MCU as it is? Would that uh, hopefully not change? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, she's done other movies before that. You know, she was good with Da Vinci Code movies, you know. 
Um, whether you like them or not, uh, Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs and Hotel Transylvania franchises. I liked the Da Vinci movies. I mean, I yeah. had read the books, and so I, they were they were fairly accurate enough to be like, okay, yep, this isn't the story, but it's the kind of movie story, as it were. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, as she worked on some of uh, the Sony-based uh, James Bond films, so uh, including Skyfall, which grossed over a billion dollars, the first one to do that. So uh, you can look look at her stuff up on. On, on Wikipedia for sure, but I mean, if she's leaving, what does that mean for Spider-Man going forward? Will uh, the Marvel deal fall through? Will it hold up? Or will Marvel try to buy Spider-Man back? I don't know. Uh, they just ought to. I mean, I've I've been saying this for a long time. I'm always of the the mindset of just like get get all all your players in one house, and mm-hmm. you're you're gonna have a heck of a party there. Like, yeah, I agree. I know I it's think, easier said than done. But... I think. Well, in that regard. The Hulk still has a, a distribution deal at Universal. Yeah, so he's tied into Universal. Which, if she's going there, maybe she could help bring him back in the fold. Not that we need yeah. a, a Hulk solo movie, but, you know. Uh, but just just to kind of have that, that card you know, in their back pocket mm-hmm. wouldn't hurt. Yeah, and whatever characters may be evident that we don't know about, because there's We've a lot we don't know about. still got Abomination running yeah. out there somewhere, I mean... Well, he, he's he's in a S.H.I.E.L.D. facility uh, well, before S.H.I.E.L.D. shut down. They mentioned him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ah, you're right. You're right. Good so, call. So, there's that. But we can't worry about it too hard. We don't know yet. But we can look forward to Spider-Man Far From Home. No, which, so stinking excited. Which is our next Marvel Cinematic Universe. The only one we actually technically know about that is left in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, um, end, of phase, have, end of Phase 4. Yes, uh, phase, uh, phase three or phase three. Excuse me. Yep, yep. The bridge between in game and the next uh, iteration is what Feige said. Uh, a trailer, two trailers actually have been classified and could be as early as this coming week. Whoa. Okay. I know what I'll be doing Monday or tomorrow afternoon. Yep. Uh, you know, could be Tuesday even. Uh, because if the Russos said that their spoiler ban ends this week, Spider Man may have spoilers regarding Far From Home. And, and good catch know, yeah, yeah. The next movie so if the spoiler ban lifts this week the trailer could be uh include spoilers and i think i even heard a rumor that it may come with a spoiler warning at the beginning of the movie just in wow. case wow will this now will this be their first of this kind of, of of a warning before their trailer maybe uh we've hardly had movies of of in games nature and spider-man yeah, so close enough. together fair enough um, usually they space them all out because once Spider-Man's come and gone in July, we have nothing until May of next year. Uh, we're, yeah, we're, uh, we're in a bit of a drought. We are going to be in a little bit of a, a dark time, unfortunately. Yeah, it's going it's uh, to get a little a little Zack Snydery out. It's gonna, you, you know, I'm I'm going to have to like you know get a deeper voice and be really cynical <laughs> about life. <laughs> Just going to have to turn down the contrast on all of life. Yeah, everything. Yeah, going to black and white rainy <laughs> but um but the timeline of the film you know is also still in question for me and for other people like, you know is it before in game is it after in game nobody knows at this point yeah i mean true we don't know but I, I i don't think either way i have a feeling they're not going to lean into it too much that'll mm-hmm. that'll just be part of you know yes this has happened or Okay, we're we're moving along within the plot of the story, and oh, hey, this other thing is about to happen as well. I yeah. think they're they're going to want the movie to really stand on its own, but definitely kind of be, you know, holding hands with Endgame. Yeah, and since Infinity War's out, and we know that he was dusted in Infinity War, uh, could he come back? I don't, I don't know. There's a lot. If without saying anything about Endgame, you know, there's a lot of questions to be had here. Uh, even if you've seen Endgame, and, and we could talk about what's still to come. For Spider-Man, yeah, and, absolutely. MCU. So uh, I want to see a trailer this week. I'm hoping maybe next week. I'm, I'm, well, we're breaking one down, looking, looking real hard into it. So if that's the case, I will be absolutely listening for your guys' input on it. Yeah, there was no Spider-Man trailer before any of my in-game screenings. By the way, none of them had Spider-Man nope. trailer. Uh, the three for me and, and not, nothing. So if you see it on Friday again, maybe you'll have to let me know if they have it in front of me. Say it. all I, the only trailer I remember was was obviously Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Um, that's a good question. What else was in front of mine? I don't even think I got a Detective Pikachu trailer. Not that's that out we, this week. That's what we did. That's what we. That's the other one yeah. we did see is the Detective Pikachu trailer. I was still yeah. you know kind of reeling from Star Wars and just kind of ramping up to Endgame. So. 
Yeah. Oh, we had Dark Phoenix. Ugh. 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 That reminds yeah. me, though, I was going <laughs> to say, me and Adam watched a movie together uh, about a month, month and a half ago. We saw uh, Shazam together. You can go listen to that review where we were in our buddy Greg's um, we did. apartment we were, uh, or condo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot I forgot all about that. It feels like a lifetime ago at this oh, point. Oh, my goodness. It, it really was. I mean, a month, a lifetime. Who's to say what's the difference? Yeah. It, uh, yeah, that was that was a good fun episode. You know, there's a bunch of us kind of breaking it down and all putting in our two cents. So yeah, yeah. So we saw Shazam together. That made me think, oh, what trailers were before Shazam and they didn't have any. So that was that, was that fun. Uh, that ultimately fell into the category of I didn't hate it. That was yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was a I didn't hate it with a big smile. It didn't you know? offend me. It didn't it offend did. me. <laughs> exactly. You know what's up. So it sounds like you watch Agents of Shield earlier. Is that I do. true? I do watch me some Agents of Shield. I okay. uh you know, once once season six rolls around here, I'm I'm probably gonna have to go back and, and recoup where I was at. Cause I, I had a tendency to watch it kind of piecemealed. So I never really got I don't want to say the whole story, but I never had a chance to kinda I am giving a hundred percent of my focus to this right now. Yeah, so uh season six, there's season six and at least season seven. Seven will probably be the last. Uh, season six will be out this fr- Friday, I think, the tenth. Yeah, is, that's is correct. that right? Um, and we have a new trailer uh, here. And, and did you get a chance to watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. Um, boy, there's are a lot of questions going on. Yeah, there. I mean, it's they really, you know, didn't give us any insight as to like, okay, here's where we were, and here's kind of where we're going. It was just a here's a bucket of questions dumped out. And, uh, oh, yeah, we're still kind of bouncing around through space, so. Yeah, I think that was the most interesting part. I thought they would kind of leave space alone, uh, you know, deter- but, like, since it's a shorter, I think, 13-episode season, um, maybe they, they took that budget and put it into more space stuff. Because it looks like they might be up there for a while, but there's also some Earth stuff, too. Um, yeah, just as long as it doesn't detract from, from you know, the storytelling. They've, they've had a few times where I feel like they've just maybe pushed a little bit too much money towards the CG then they really did the writing. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think? I mean, do you think a lot of this this trailer is actually just the first episode, and they're just trying to get us a little hype for that, and we're going to see a lot of this there, and it's going to kind of give us a lot of like, here's where everybody is, and here's where they're going. Yes, I, I uh, think that that is kind of the, that might be the case of we're gonna we're gonna load it heavy on the front end and really get you excited. And okay, mm-hmm. by episode two, three, we've we've settled down a bit, and things are a bit more story heavy than they are in terms of visuals. Yeah, because I think you know one of my uh, biggest complaints about you know, you know we we talk about the show is that you know, it, it's twenty three ep- twenty two episode seasons like you're gonna lose me like there's there's gonna be filler episodes it's really not always exciting and thrilling so uh, yeah hopefully... I, I do like the half hour you know you can get that quick episode in but yes at the same time that's a lot of time to fill to where like okay not every episode's gonna be that heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and not relevant to the, to the whole thing, because um, it's always such a fun show, and, and you know I, I hate that it's on Friday nights, because like you know as much as I like watching Shield, I don't want to sit at home on Friday night and watch Shield, but um, it looks like they moved back to the, I think the eight or nine o'clock slot rather than the ten o'clock, uh, or maybe they were at nine. I don't remember. They look like they might not be pushing Let's, that yeah, harder rate. Nine. Yeah. Um, but uh, that comes out this week, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to to jump back into the Shield world and see. See what they've been up to for... It's been about two years now? Almost. Yeah, it, it seems a lot longer. We've had two Inf- Avengers movies. We They haven't even touched Infinity War. So, yeah, yep, okay. You are right. So, we'll, out, yeah, that's... Oh, man, they've... Okay, so that that's a trove of content to kind of pick from now. And if they really can, you know, how much they're going to tie the two together. Yeah, is, is this the point where the TV shows break off? Or are they going to surprise us and actually pull back together? Uh, because I mean, you know, not to spoil last season, but season five had time travel, so that was yeah, a wild. I mean, that was a wild, wild thing. Bouncing through space and time, there was a lot going on. Boy, was there ever a lot! Uh, but on the top of that, I think it was season four, maybe, maybe not five. I don't remember. They introduced Ghost Rider to us, and Ghost Rider is officially getting his own series on Hulu in 2020. Yes, he is. I'm excited about this. Um, I'm I'm a, a bit of a Ghost Rider fan. He's he's kind of one of the not B-rate, but a little more B-rate Marvel guys that 
I've always had an affinity towards. Yeah. Well, anything with ghosts in it seems to be up your alley at this point. <laughs> Ghostbusters, Ghost Rider. Oh my uh, goodness, I'm, I'm having a revelation here. <laughs> what about Ghost Writer? I bet you're a big fan of that, too. Oh my goodness. Yeah, see, I know, I, know that... I found your weakness. <laughs> you have found my, my kryptonite of, of ghosts. The, the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze? <laughs> I was watching it this morning. I mean, yeah. go follow right by Ghost Dad. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know what's up. Um, but uh, Gabriel Luna, who did play Agent Social, will reprise his role in this as well. So this is a a continuation, maybe of that story or a spinoff, yes. if you will. Way to go, Marvel TV and whoever it is, ABC, to like keep keep a little bit of continuity there. I mean. Yeah, uh, it may not exactly be tied in, you know, may or soon might be into the actual MCU, but I, I always am a fan of and appreciate seeing continuity within characters. Well, what's what's cool is you know, um, it, it just you know the fact Ghost Rider was really awesome in Agents of Shield, and you know everyone's always wanted more, and they actually listened and were like, okay, we will give you more. Here, here you go. Like this is going to be the same guy. Revisiting his story, who we also thought might come from Johnny Blaze, maybe they'll give us some background and give us more Ghost Rider stuff. Yeah, and just I think uh, that was a nice, you know, yeah, it has been a while since he's been around, but you know, we kind of forgot about that. That it cleared our palate of it, and to bring it back, the people that especially liked it, like okay, that's that's nice to see him be woven back into the story. Mm-hmm. And it'll be probably, I mean, hopefully a little supernatural based as well. And might tie into this next show, which I think less people are familiar with, called Hellstrom. I am not very familiar with this one at all, so I am I'm with that category of most people. Yeah, so uh, Hellstrom is is there are characters in Marvel Cinematic, you know, not Marvel Cinematic, in the Marvel comics called Damon and Anna Hellstrom, and I think her name might be actually like Satana or something like that. Uh, but um, this Hellstrom show headed to Hulu in 2020, they are the son and daughter of a mysterious and powerful serial killer. Uh, and the siblings have a complicated dynamic as they track down the worst of humanity, each with their attitude and skills. Um, I think, you know, they they are known to be, like, inheritance of or the, the future leaders of, of, of certain parts of Hell in the comic okay. book series. All right, all right. And if they're going that route and using this, you know, this could be a tie-in into, you know, uh, Ghost Rider and maybe maybe a crossover later. Oh, I mean, uh, it's even not knowing that much about the Hellstrom kind of story, absolutely. It sounds like they would very much go hand-in-hand and provide one, uh, an opening to, uh, you know, the other for that storyline to come in. We've Marvel's always good at that kind of giving us okay here's something in the mystic world and here's something that's a bit more mythological you know that's that's nice to see that they're going to have this option to pull in something that okay here's something more supernatural kind of ghosts and we may have these these different you know wardens of of rings of hell kind of yeah we'll see yeah and 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 again damon hellstrom made his appearance in ghost rider 1 uh in the 70s as well so there, there's a direct uh, oh, an actually, yeah, like comic tie-in straight to the pages. Yeah. Now, to me, Hellstrom actually sounds like Marvel's version of Supernatural, the TV show. If if I could liken it to anything else. Okay. I I just have the the cursoriest knowledge of Supernatural. Okay. So Supernatural revolves around the the Winchester brothers who go around the country like fighting or fighting or, or like solving or I guess defeating you know creatures from hell like possessions and like hauntings and all sorts of stuff yeah, like a la buffy style yeah uh but not i don't i mean yes without i have very limited buffy knowledge so okay <laughs> i think it's more like more real but, but yeah it's probably just a modern version of that and that shows going off the air i think next season season 16 15 or 16 so uh this is a uh, gonna fill that void and probably get some of that audience pulled over next year oh absolutely yeah so, I, that's hey i mean if you if if they're not that far off from each other, just segue into MCU here and check out some of their stories. Yeah, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. I think uh, with both of these, uh, you know, haunted, scary, spooky, supernatural shows hitting uh, uh, Hulu next year. So uh, more original content. I'm down for that. Yeah, way to go, Hulu. Always been a big fan of theirs. Was like deep into Hulu kind of before the the Netflix craze and. Uh, I'm happy to really see them still holding their ground 
and having some some great original content and some really good you know just kind of network shows that kind of pick up whenever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Marvel's uh, going going. I mean, they had what also the the offenders on Hulu coming next year probably as well the animated show. Yep. So uh, they're it only makes sense with how much Disney owns parts of Hulu yeah. and how much Fox has always put content right there. I mean, it it only makes sense. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like something that would go again. People are like, oh, why wouldn't it be on Disney Plus? Well, that's a little too dark for Disney Plus. So uh, it's fine. Yeah, fine, fine yeah. by me. <laughs> fine by me. Shift uh, gears. Uh, we're gonna pretty much go into low gear here. Sad news for the Star Wars world this week with uh, Peter Mayhew, who portrayed Chewbacca in the majority of the films, uh, has passed away this week at seventy four. Um, yeah, what a what a bummer. I mean. Just the fact that this character, that Peter Mayhew as himself as a character, mm-hmm. was was always in different interviews seeming like such a delight as a person. Yeah, well, exactly. And, you know, it's one of those characters, like, his face isn't as recognizable, you know, say, you know, Mark Hamill or Carrie Fisher, Harrison sure, Ford. Sure. But he embodied you know, this furry, you know, sidekick who didn't have a lick of English dialogue. Uh, and brought it to life so well over so oh, many yeah, movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I am not an actor myself, but I I work around a lot of actors, and to you know the, just how he works with his physicality to make this 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 made up creature kind of come to life and have character and show, you know, he still has to emote that emotion through his face and and the different growls. I mean, we all a lot of us have pets, and you can kind of tell when a pet's making a sound, whether it's happy or or displeased with something, or in you know in pain, so mm-hmm. it's well, it, uh, yeah, it's a real bummer. It, it is, and, and it's very such a, a very iconic part of Star Wars as a whole as well. Like everyone talks about oh the the, the main three, but like you have you know the, the the people who aren't humanized as much, or I guess don't look like normal humans, with Darth Vader and Chewbacca and Yoda. Oh, he's still so much part yeah. of that that group of you know that core group there. And I think he's been training his uh, protege slash replacement for several years. He uh, has. I, I did. Uh, I did read that online, and so I, that gives me a, a good, you know, glimmer of hope that, you know, he's kind of passed, really passed the torch on of what uh, what it takes and it takes and makes to be be chewy. Yeah. So uh, although he he is gone, the character will still live on, and um, you know, it's sad to, to lose another Star Wars actor. Um, it is prior I, uh, to prior to another release, but uh, he, he touched the, the lives of many. I saw a very sad, uh, you know, drawing on on Instagram. It got me a little choked up of Chewie and Leia, kind of Calvin and Hobbes style, walking into a binary sunset, saying it's time to go home. And that just, ooh, I was like that. That's that's giving me some feels there. It's the chills, chills, yeah, chills. So. Uh, let's let's pick back up. Let's, let's pick back. Let's we're gonna do go, that. We're gonna yeah. go the other. We're gonna go let's into get de- fun and bouncy. Detective Pikachu out this week in theaters. Um, I'm very excited. I haven't bought my tickets yet, but I'm I'm gonna, probably gonna go. Uh, Thursday night. That's what I'm thinking. Um, is this going to be the best this, video game movie over time? I don't, I don't this, know. Uh, it. I think it might be. The bar's pretty low. <laughs> Bar's pretty low. Yep, yep. There's there's a lot of '80s Mario movies that can beat out, and just so many others. Well, there's a it's lot of uh, like you know recent movies, even like you know what was it? Assassin's Creed had made an attempt. Oh, uh, Warcraft made an attempt. I I I didn't even see those. I mean, I was like, ah, oh, that's that's in the category to me of I'll catch you on TV. I watched Warcraft. It's not horrible but i have no idea what was going on yeah that's maybe part of it is i i'm not familiar with the warcraft yeah. uh plot and storylines so i would very much be in the dark as to like ah what's that guy doing and who's he and yeah it's probably why everyone hated it. it probably doesn't do something right to the games and i'm like yeah i can understand that um but you know detective pikachu comes out this week we got ryan reynolds voicing pikachu the iconic character uh which i think is going to be the biggest selling point of this oh, movie yeah. absolutely uh, I, I, you know, as me and Adam are avid Pokemon Go players, as well, <laughs> daily. Yep. Yeah, we're not we're not strangers to the Pokemon world, and, and you know, I like the character models. Like I've said before, I think the plot line is going to be very predictable. Um, simply because I think uh, my prediction is that you know, Mew, they're using Mewtwo to put human 
consciousness into Pokemon bodies because they have better Oh, wow. Bodies. I, I like this theory. I uh, because, Yeah, I, I mean, I, I do like the way they look, and I'm ultimately curious how they're really going to interact with the world. I would totally agree that they're going to keep, the I think, the plot, you know, pretty predictable and kind of um, open. I think this is of the category of movies where, you know, it's just a, a good family fun movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think the stakes are going to be very high in this. That either. It's a Pokemon movie. Uh, the world's not ending, probably, by the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, they're, they're probably going there, to be some Pokemon. There'll be no who, snaps. People will uh, battle for a little bit, and then there'll be buddies. Uh, so, you know, one of one of those deals. But I think just, you know, to back up my theory a little bit there, I was going to say, I saw in the trailers, um, Flareon has, like, this blue glow, and his eyes glow blue, which is the same blue glow Mewtwo brings at the end of the trailer, which is Ooh, very... I- and now that you say that, I do recall seeing both of those in the trailer the few times I watched it and did not make the connection. So, yeah. And and that would also make sense why, I mean, uh, maybe Pikachu can only talk to a certain person or two. Um, maybe maybe his was messed up or something. I don't know. The transfer wasn't complete, completely done right. Okay. Or, was it, or maybe right. he was an early experiment. In yeah, it. that's. I was just going to say the same, the same thing. He was, you know, he was the beta test of sorts. So, yeah. And got away uh, because it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I mean, uh, are you are you gonna go see it in theaters or are you gonna get away uh, it yeah. out? What do you think? No, I think I might go see that one in theaters. That's uh, you know, that's uh, definitely an after uh, after work. Let's just pop over to the theater and and have a good time for a few hours, kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see uh, what what other people think, and you know. Get that Detective Pikachu promo card. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't need that. I don't need the card. <laughs> get, get, get that Hall of Foil, uh, you know, ticket stub. G- yeah, exactly. I mean, with all the people I play Pokemon cards against, you know, which is no one, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna need to add that add that to my deck. To oh yeah, you're gonna need it. You're gonna need it big time. Yeah. So, any other thoughts on Detective Pikachu? Other than that, we're kind of I excited know, for I'm, it i'm yeah i'm kind of excited i'm just like i said so curious to see like all right how are these little creatures gonna like physically interact with you know our world the ones that can control water and ground what's what's going to be the dynamic there between them kind of having control of the elements that mm-hmm. to me will be the funnest thing yeah just to make it look like it's a lived-in world with pokemon is gonna be a challenge but from what i've seen so far like they're just there and they're like yep yep and, just part of everyday life yeah, and and this world, this city, they're in Rhyme City. I think they has outlawed Pokemon battling, uh, which is why they do it an underground kind of cage mm-hmm. match thing. Okay. So I think that'll be an interesting way to to show that without actually tapping into the regular Pokemon story of adventures and and yeah, battling, kind of battling so. gyms and such. Which, but if they want to go that route for the next movie, they got the character models down. Oh, I'll watch oh, it. Oh. They didn't spend that movie that money just for one movie. That's. They're yeah. always going to have a backup or, like that. Or just to do it for like 25 to 30 Pokemon models. I'm sure they got almost all 700 rendered out completely ready to go. I uh, would just, I would love to see just that. <laughs> yeah, I I agree as well. There's uh, my ticket price done. I'm, I'm very excited to see the, the Mr. Mime joke play out a little longer because he seems very fun. But, oh yeah, they're going to ham it up with him. Yeah. Going down hard, Tim. Should have worn a helmet. But in terms of video game movies that people are just not happy with at all, Sonic the Hedgehog got a trailer for yeah. his movie. Yeah, let's talk about this. So uh, the first trailer for the film introduces to Sonic and uh, his buddy Cyclops, um, James Marsden, I believe. Uh, and uh, he looks like he might be from another world. And he's being hunted by uh, Dr. Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey. And... Um, like I've told everyone else this week, I really feel really bad for Jim Carrey. His back must be killing him after this movie because <laughs> he's the only one carrying it. At he's this point. the one holding those that weights on his shoulders. Yeah, I, which, which is really funny because I was worried he was going to be like the Robotnik part was going to be the worst part of the movie. To be completely honest, before I saw this, I would have to agree. I you know I thought okay, Sonic is Sonic. He's he wants to run to fast. Kind of, yeah, you're going to kind of have to, I don't want to say try to mess it up, but you're going to maybe get a little too wild and then mess it up. Robotnik was uh, really the one I was like, okay, how are they going to, I mean, build this bigger-than-life character with all these semi-autonomous, you know, 
henchmen and such and how that's going to play out in terms of his creations. But they did a really good job in the trailer of, of putting that little, you know, stinger of him at the very end. Uh, the Mushroom Hill Zone with the big mustache and the bald head. Like, yep, okay, that's uh, that's Robotnik. Damn, you nailed that look. Now, yeah. what about Sonic? Uh, okay, let's revisit that. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, everyone has been super pissed about the design. Um, I think it has to do with something with the mouth and the teeth and the eyes the, and the body yeah. shape. Uh, he's very he's very long. I agree. He looked like a like a like a cat who's standing up on his back legs stretched out a little bit with a very large head. Yeah, it's he's just a little too big. The thing that gets me, I mean, besides the the you know the quips with the eyes and and kind of the human teeth, it's a lot. Yeah, his height and his stature. You know, I always think of him just a little bit more squat, and he's a little too kind of lanky. Look, mm-hmm. very muscular. Uh, yeah, that too. The the like. Okay, Sonic, you've been hitting the gym here, man. He didn't skip leg day, that's for sure, when no. you're running fast. But I will tell you, you know, after all this feedback, the director has come out and said, we will fix this movie, and we will fix his design. Thankfully, he's a completely CG character. Yes, um, I and, mean, and the response time on that was, was really, in the broader scheme of things, relatively quick. So I'm, I have, it gives me good hope to see that, like, okay, they're going to, they turned it around this fast. Or turning it around this fast because of the outcry from fans. Yeah. Well, and and also, but here's my here's my my hot take on this, Adam. If All right, you will, lay it on me. Um, if we think the only thing about this movie that's bad is the character design, we are missing the point that they probably messed up a lot of other things in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that, fixing the design and making them do this is not going to solve a bad movie. And then when we see it and like. Oh, there was more things wrong with it. We should have just let it be. It's um, it's it's kind of like you know, yeah. As much as as I hate to say it, it might be kind of what you're describing. That let's let's take this junker car to the car wash and oh, now look, it's all great. Like no, it, yeah. it might not be so hot. Yeah, car car doesn't run. Okay, well let's <laughs> give it a new paint job. Still doesn't run. <laughs> exactly. Looks nice, but still doesn't run. Uh, but but it needs an engine. I mean, but that paint job. Yeah, look at paint it. job. Damn, that's that's life like Sonic. Yeah, that's look at and, it. He's electric. <laughs> he it, it is electric. Um, but so what's interesting? You know, this island brings up. I think it has to do with how well Detective Pikachu and Pokemon nailed their looks. And you know, this comes out next, and everyone's like, oh no. But there are some good good. There are good things to look in this, Adam. To be completely honest, when he does the spin ball move on the highway. Oh yeah, the, when he goes into the supersonic spin, absolutely like. That's that looks pretty sweet. I think the rings as portals is an interesting idea. Uh, he uses the the sonic rings to when they're falling yep. off a building. It looks like. I mean, that is a call out from the game. You know, you, yeah. there were those those secret rings you'd kind of have to find buried in the background, and yeah, you kind of go off to a quick little portal level. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's let's see how they kind of pull and stretch that that idea of oh, he can kind of throw these rings out. Yeah, how many, how many rings does he have? I guess is the question. Is he got a few rings? Does he have unlimited rings? What world did he come from? If do you think they're going to show tails and knuckles in in, in the end of it? Oh like, man, I really, I really do. Yes, want to see it, that, and it, I, I think they will. But I feel like it's going to be a kind of at the last minute. Oh, this has been something somebody's been developing, or this was kind of hidden. Hey, here's your buddy Tails. Yeah, and I think that might be you know my concern as well. Like the Jim Carrey design, I think he's gonna be fine throughout the movie. But the the really good Robotnik look is gonna be like possibly the after everything is done, he's been trapped in this world for years, kind of thing. Not a yeah, he's he's kind of maybe broken down mentally and like from having dealt with with Sonic and his antics and mm-hmm. you know what hand he may have had and all that. This is him now in a, in a new form. Yeah, and, and it might be, you know, Shazam's scenario, just to bring that up again, where the end credit scene was technically in the trailers. So, is this an end credit Ooh, yeah. scene? Uh, and we just get him putting the glasses on and doing being very large and with the the big mustache at the end. And it's I like, oh, here's what you could have had. <laughs> if they if they save it just for the end game, or end game, wow, uh, end trailer stinger, I think the fans are going to be a little a little miffed that uh, yeah. okay yeah we already saw that and now you're going to make us wait you know 
a year, maybe two for something else that will oh. inevitably come down the pipeline. No, no, this won't get a sequel. They're already lost too much money if they're redesigning it. And then it won't make anything because it still won't be good. Fair point. Fair point. So it was a good run while we had it, but it wasn't. <laughs> it it it, uh, it landed before it even took off. <laughs> yeah. And not gracefully. Do you think we'll get supersonic in this where he goes all golden yellow? They, If they're redesigning at this point, they if they haven't, they would be short-sighted not doing that. Because that is some ultimate fan service there to like, yep, let's see him go into the supersonic mode. Which we is just essentially have... Super Saiyan for exactly. Sonic. It's Super Saiyan Sonic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they they would really need to have that in there. I would hope to see that. Yeah. Gosh, I'm really excited to... I grew... You know, Sonic was kind of my first, like, I was a Sega kid. That was my first system. He was kind of my character when, uh, you know, most people were maybe Mario. And so it's like, all right, I, I'm going to have to see it simply out of nostalgia. Yeah, well... But... Don't leave me with a sour taste. I'm excited to see the worlds if they show more than just Mushroom Hill Zone, like other worlds. Like, you know, like the... I If you had a Genesis, you had Sonic 2. Sonic 2 yep. came with every Genesis. Um, you know, seeing the, the, the first world and then what's Yeah, this? and even all those other, you know, like the cities and the, the zones that kind of Robotnik yeah. had created, the little puzzle worlds in between, how yeah. I don't think they go that far in terms of bringing that into the world of Sonic within the movie. But, but we can building hope. upon that, yeah, we can hope. Yeah, that doesn't think, cost anything. No, yeah, hopefully they did those right the first time. So we'll knock on wood. Um, but Sonic, it's just it's a thing. Yeah, it's he's thing. he's going to be a thing. I I just don't want to see him. You know, I don't want to see a crash and burn here. Yeah, well, I don't want to see rings flying everywhere. He is. He is. He's going to lose all the rings and then some. So sorry, oh, sorry, Sonic. Well, hopefully we can look forward to some other shows like The Umbrella Academy Season 2 coming to Netflix. But uh, it, it, it's not a surprise it's getting Season 2 because some statistics reporting sites are saying that Umbrella Academy Season 1 got more views than Stranger Things Season 1 even. Wow, With, nice. I'd love to know the, the metrics on, on that in terms of views. Like rewatching, just the, you know, how that works. Because, boy, howdy, do I feel like, I mean, Stranger Things is just taken over when it when it came out did you did you have you seen both of these shows i am as of last night i watched uh we watched episode eight of umbrella academy my my girlfriend and i and so we've you know in uh in preparation for the show today was trying to trying to wrap that up but just just unfortunately didn't make it through it was kind of a late day but uh i do enjoy it Uh uh-huh I just find it kind of shocking that, like, wow, they've they've gotten to the mark of, of Stranger Things in terms of viewership. Well, they've actually surpassed it. Well, see, my thing is I didn't watch Stranger Things until I think season two was out. Um, because oh, I, think, okay. I think people just weren't expecting Netflix to put out original content that was good. And now we're kind of expecting it from a lot of these shows. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, I would totally agree. I think part of that is because things with, like, you know, for example, Stranger Things, yeah, when it came out and people got, you know, latched in right away, they knocked it out of the park. So they set a really, really high standard in terms of, okay, when we start coming out some, with some of our own content, we we got we to gotta swing for the fences here. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they, I think they did. I, I really liked uh, Umbrella Academy. Um, and, you know, I'm excited to see. Have you tell me when uh, when you get through it, to be completely yeah, honest. Yeah, we, uh, we might finish it up actually this evening here. And so you, you might be getting some after uh, late afternoon texts from me. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up the... Uh, I'm trying to find the uh, third party. Because Netflix doesn't release any numbers. We only have to, we have to rely on third party um, things. So the first seven-day viewership... For Umbrella Academy was three point six million, and for Stranger Things season one was only two point three million. Wow. Um, however, Stranger Things two was at eleven point one million. Uh, okay, well, because they 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 were expecting that you know at that point. So yeah, um, the fans and, had just you know we were salivating for that point yeah. for more. <laughs> it's like watching Game of Thrones, you know, season one, and you know, getting by season two, everyone else had been on on board for that. So. That is exactly the case that I had. A good friend and also listener to the show and fellow Fortniter uh, had uh, kept kept suggesting it to me. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, I'll eventually get into this kind of fantasy world like that. 
and uh, like I finally borrowed it from him and was like, okay, uh, when when do you have season two available? Uh, can <laughs> I come by and get that uh, right now? I'm driving over there. I'm at your door. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's one of the things. Once once you people word of mouth gets there, it it, it picks up and you expect oh, it, quality absolutely. from Absolutely, yeah. It just um, takes off. Because I remember, I mean, I watched. Uh, did you watch Westworld at all on HBO? I watched some. Yeah, season one. Uh, you know, people were slow getting to it, but then you know, season yep, two, people a lot of people were watching it. So. From what I gathered, it seemed like a, a very much the same thing. Kind of slow on the uptake, and once once people really sunk in, you know, maybe episode three, four you're binging a few episodes you're telling your friends you know it's it's getting out there yeah or you're seeing um people talk about it more and you're like oh what is this i'm gonna jump in now so yeah like i've never seen you talk about things before like this and all of a sudden you and everyone and their brothers mentioning this west world yeah exactly exactly things people aren't talking about right now fantastic beast three <laughs> and oh, where Lord. where are we gonna find them i don't know um <laughs> Again, Ooh, Harry Potter is not in the wheelhouse of the show, but, you know, like Adam says, he probably doesn't want to watch it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry uh, for, for the agonizing groans, but hopefully that one's just still in the can and pushed at the back of the shelf. Oh, no, it'll, it'll happen. Harry Potter makes too much money for it to not happen. Um, I think, you know, they were shooting for a 2020 release date, uh, November, and then they... You know they're not gonna make it. Uh, J.K. Rowling's still writing or rewriting, or she's working on the script for three. I don't know if she even got it done. But there's two more, three give more her movies. Time, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll give her movies. some time. Uh, three, four, and five uh, to kind of wrap up this prequel thing and move all the chess pieces to the board where they need to be uh, for uh, the Harry Potter trilogy. So, w- what are they gonna do for three more movies? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I barely know what they did for the second one. I mean, it, uh, it just to me was kind of all over the map. The, the, the storytelling and the plot line, it, it seemed to, um, I don't want to say contradict itself, but there were points where like, okay, this person has now, okay, they're good, and and we're going back here, and but now all these people want it. It just, I couldn't buy into it, and I, I. I consider myself a, an avid moviegoer and a, and a good judge of, of plot, but boy, that one, that one was was lacking a lot of that. <laughs> it's not even Fantastic Beast anymore. I think you got to rename it from here. Like, uh, like semi interesting creatures. I mean that. <laughs> yeah, like uh, there's uh, you know they should. I don't know. They really need to change the name because I think Fantastic Beast somewhere to find them. That guess. He unleashed magic beasts into a city, and he had to go find them, and happened to solve, uh, yeah. you know, defeat one of the most powerful dark wizards. Along I will the way. say, I, I, I will agree agree with you on that. That keeping under the title of Fantastic Beasts is a bit of a misnomer, even if it, you know it's still within the world of magic. But yes, the focus isn't really on the beasts now, or maybe how they're yeah. interacting. It's it's really on okay. Here's this world before Harry Potter, and how we kind of got to where you know where Harry Potter starts off. Yeah, and and the, the the lead character Newt Scamander, who wrote the Fantastic Beast book, like, what other? I mean, short of him reconciling with his brother and them both losing the same girl that they loved, what else do they have to do in this? Like, they're not really powerful people. Um, no, and, and I don't there. think that many movies could support you know other storylines that are based around just these creatures themselves. Mm-hmm. Even if it's you know this uh, some sort of mythical mythical creature that is rare and we we have to kind of save it, that's you know just for an, for an instance. I don't think that can really be that supported. I just yeah. don't see it going that far. Yeah, there's there's a lot more more interesting plot lines they've sown seeds for that have nothing to do with animals. And I mean, and this comes from I'm, I love Harry Potter. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. What a nerd. What, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot more interesting things they can do with the other characters at this point. You know, where they kind of left off the last one. They're like, hey, here's some interesting things you didn't know. I want to follow those leads. I don't want to follow some, you know, very socially awkward dude who happened to know how to talk to a large cat in, a, in yeah, an alleyway. Yeah, like, okay, that was kind of cool. But we've yeah. we've <laughs> we've jumped the beast on that one. We we get it. Now no. let's let's learn something else about this world. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. Just call it Wizarding World, and and the Wizarding World, and yeah. you know the the 
the, the wild wizarding wizarding world. Sure, and, I love and, it. And the you know the two wizard lovers. I don't know. They're gonna call it something. <laughs> Um, when, uh, trademark that because when they hear this, you know, because they're listening, the producers, uh, you're going to want trademarks on that. Yeah, they got they got robots out there sc- scrawling the internet for for good names for this. So I I mean, I I expect some royalties, really, to be completely honest with you. So. Uh, I mean, and rightfully so. Yeah, I, thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. So uh, I think we're out of show notes for this week. I think we're done. It's a, yeah, kind of I, a slow I, week, but we we made a little it. bit. But yeah, we got there. It's uh you know it's Sunday the the skies are have finally opened up to some sunshine at least for my and your parts of the world mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah it's a good time to you know kind of put a button on the week and hope for good things to come up here yeah and then go kick back uh, my wife found those uh, Game of Thrones Oreos finally in store and Ooh, she's excited how are to, those I, well I mean they're just Oreos she's right but she hasn't opened them yet because she's gonna bust into them for tonight's episode. Uh, see, I, was, I was thinking there was some sort of some sort of magic flavorness about them, but mm-hmm. uh, they, they taste like dragon. Ooh, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, well, there's I'll, some some minty. Some some, there's some one that they have toothpaste in them instead that are minty. Tastes like White Walkers. Very cold. <laughs> Leaves your mouth minty fresh. That is mm, deliciously disgusting. It sounds awful. To be completely honest, about kind of gagged a little bit there. Thinking yeah, about I'm, it. Yeah, I, I can I can get that feeling out of my throat here in the next couple hours when. Uh, me and the lady starts. sit down for episode four yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but uh but thank you again adam for joining us and filling in that it you know. has been a pleasure i'm glad to help you guys and uh like i said avid listener so when yeah. you uh shot me the message to hey we need some help i was more than willing to you, you didn't hesitate hand. you didn't even slow down you're like yes how when where yep and i was like this this is it this is the guy we need right here Right this here. is this is what's happening. Yeah, Mike. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try not to intrude on your turf that often, but uh, by me, by all means, anytime you know you have another tooth replacement or uh, you're getting them put in, put out, yeah. tooth implant, and wisdom teeth, <laughs> wisdom tooth addition, implant. Yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, if it gives you strength, I, hey, go for it. That's live your life. He, he, California. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, but yeah, I mean, it's wild yeah, we, state out there. And, and thankfully, we, we, me and him have both set the bar very low, so it's easy for someone else to just jump in and, and do that. We're, we're kind of the Sonic the Hedgehog of podcasting. Ooh, I, I won't completely disagree. I, oh, yeah, there I'm we kidding, go. Kidding, there kidding. he is. There he is. That's there. the guy. So no. uh, if people want to know what you're up to, where they can, where can they follow you? Where can people find the, uh, the adventures of Adam Nemec? The Adventures of Adam Nemec can be found uh, conveniently at Nemo36, that's N-I-E-M-O-36, on Instagram and uh, the Twitters. Nice. Very solid. As usual, you can find me on Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, and uh, Instagram, Valdan87. Uh, I did take some videos for of the Derby track this weekend, so I haven't gone through any of that footage because it was soaking wet and my phone was about dead. So I'm... I'm- interested to see i've seen your pictures and so uh i'll be curious to see how all these videos turn out yeah i, I well i did the slow motion when the horses were running right past me on on the on the track so it's really cool to see the mud and stuff oh that would be cool yeah so i'm excited to go through those you got your uh, you got a little bit of your planet earth there on nice nice yeah yeah planet planet derby uh, planet they, derby uh, well i kept making it, it rained all day there yesterday and so i kept making the seinfeld reference about you know the horse loves the slop his father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. So, uh, ooh, how 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 tiresome did that grow quickly? It's <laughs> yeah, not for me, not for me, to be honest. Everyone else probably, but that's usually how the best jokes go. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how that's how all my jokes go. To be completely honest, um, do you, can you feel comfortable enough to do the wrap up here? Or do you want me to take over? Oh, I I think I can. Uh, I'll take the helm here, and so. I'll say, as always, please visit us at SuperheroSlate.com. It's where you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. And please, as always, make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And how do you become a super fan, Adam? By becoming a super fan, you listen often and frequently, and you give an excellent five-star rating to these guys and the fantastic information they put out on a weekly basis. Well, I think you're missing the most important part. Is you got to share the show with a buddy 
share the show with a friend. Oh my because, goodness! At this point, if you haven't tried to share it with a per, a buddy, a friend, a stranger, you might be crazy. It, exactly. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, if you want some superhero slate merch, if you're looking to rock some stuff when you go see more movies this summer, you can head over to superheroslate.com/store. Uh, we've got shirts, mouse pads, all sorts of fun stuff you can buy in there with our logos and. Uh, I, th- I think we have some other designs coming this summer, actually. So Ooh, I ne- I'll be fu- I'll be curious to check these out. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna buy some more. I love the baseball cut tees. Uh, I think I need to buy some fresh ones for whenever I go to San to to San Diego Comic Con because it's like the oh. perfect blend of like warm and cold. Like if, if you can feel the the jealousy kind of making its way through the mic to your end, nope. it, it's all good vibes. But I, I will tell you, it is heavy on the jealousy side. Yeah, it's all right. I'll, you can live vicariously through me. When we're I absolutely will. Well, God, uh, expect God. many FaceTime calls. Yeah, ex- I'm just going to have to like <laughs> get one of the huge battery packs, like a backpack-sized battery, and just get the just, unlimited data. Back. All right, Adam's here. He's... the chest, and, and here we go. Yeah, pretty much just to like sit on FaceTime behind me, so I, like when I'm walking, it's like you're walking behind me the whole way through. <laughs> That's what we'll do. So, I love it. Good, good. Well, thanks again, Adam, and uh, I guess we will catch everybody next week. We'll catch you all on the other side. Take care. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Yep, I don't. I don't want any attention drawn to us. To be completely honest, I want to sneak by under that radar.